Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Today, we are gonna talk about strategy because without the right strategy, you can be outworking everyone, you can hustle every single day, you can put in all the work, all the brain power, be the best there is out there, but you'll still end up being the best kept secret. Why? Because if you're not going in the right direction, it doesn't matter how fast you go, it doesn't matter how hard you work, you're not gonna reach your destination. And I've seen this so many times. In fact, the reason I am so passionate about strategy is because I work my butt off and I know so many people, so many good people, family members that I look up to and I admire that spent so much time heading the wrong way but working so hard because they were told that it was done a certain way until years later they found out it wasn't done that way. So having the right strategy, having the right systems in place that you follow can make or break your business. So I am passionate about making sure that you have the right strategy. That is why we're gonna talk about it today. And that's why we're gonna make sure that the fundamentals of having a strategic goal are in place because you don't wanna be working as hard as you're working, doing all these nights and weekends and putting in all these hours working on your business if you're going the wrong way, right? And we all get caught up on that. We all have done it. We all get caught up on that and we have all done it before. So let's go over some of the basics of a strategic goal. Now, a strategic goal just means that you're gonna have three key elements. And you've probably heard this before, but we're gonna reiterate it right now and then we're gonna dive deeper into it a little bit later. So first thing, you need to know where you wanna end up, right? Just like if you're trying to get to Chick-fil-A, you have to know that that's the destination because if you end up driving and you end up at McDonald's but you wanted Chick-fil-A, you're not gonna get Chick-fil-A, you're gonna end up getting McDonald's, right? So you gotta know where you want to go. So you start this by going, I will do this, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, as specific as possible. And then you need to know the time frame. When? Do you want Chick-fil-A today? Do you want it tomorrow? Do you need to make your $1,000? you need to make $10,000? Is your rent in due? Is there a timeline on this? There better be a timeline on this because we all know, right, Parkinson's law, the amount of time you give something is the amount of time it will take right? That's Parkinson's law. So if you don't put a deadline on this, then odds are you're going to let it go by the wayside. And then the third thing you're going to need is your why because of something. So I will do X by Y because of Z, right? And that is your strategic goal. And you're going to measure your productivity. You're going to measure everything against that. Now, if you're doing something that doesn't help you accomplish this, then you probably don't need to be doing it, right? This is the foundation. Now, we're gonna wanna go a little bit deeper than this. This is just kind of the overview, something that you should know right away, right? Your business needs to make X amount of money because if you don't make X amount of money every month, you don't cover your overhead, right? That means you need X amount of clients or you need X amount of customers. You need, you know, whatever it may be, you know your destination. And then you need to know when, by the end of the month, tomorrow, this quarter, this year, whatever that is. And then your why, because. Because if I don't, I'm gonna be homeless, right? Probably and hopefully something a little bit deeper than that, 
But to be honest with you, I know the first business that I started was really because I had nothing and I needed to make money like now. So I learned what I needed to learn and I was really, really adamant about reaching that dollar mark because I needed it to cover my rent. At that time I had a one bedroom and I needed to cover that or else I wouldn't have a place to live. So guess what? All of my time went towards accomplishing that goal. I didn't worry about what my logo looked like. I didn't worry about what clothes I was wearing. I didn't worry about when or what my next meal was. I would have like sandwiches or whatever was available. Just got whatever and got back to work. I was really laser focused and that laser focusedness is really what's gonna make the difference. Now, you can be laser focused, but not on the right thing. And that's what we were talking about before, about you being laser focused on growing a business, but it's so general that you don't really know what that means. So you think posting is growing the business. You think working on the website is growing the business. You think meeting with someone else, meeting with a client is growing the business. And notice that I'm choosing things that sound like they're growing the business. It's really good, but sometimes they're not. See, if you're posting on social media, but you're not getting any return clients, you're not getting anything from it, then right now may not be the time to focus on it. Once you have a steady stream of income, then you can start looking at different avenues. Focus on what is working. It is so much easier to get laser focused and expand and go deeper in what is already working. So let's say you're using LinkedIn and that's working. Double down on it, see how much more you can get out of it. Let's say that is actually face-to-face -face interactions. I know right now during COVID, it's a little bit different, but we're starting to get out there again, right? That used to be mine. Number one thing was referrals and meeting with people one-on-one. -on -one. That used to do so well for me. So networking events and that type of stuff was my number one place to be able to get people. What if it's interviews or dare I say it, door-to-door -door hangers. I remember when we opened the mechanic shop way back when, door-to-door -door hangers were really effective for us and giving out little treats and type of stuff and giving like, you know, free diagnostic, that type of thing, a coupon for a free diagnostic, that type of thing was one of the best ways, one of our ROIs that got people in the door. So whatever it is that gets people into the door and buying your product or buying your service, double down on it. Expand later, but get at least one or two main sources of revenue, income, whatever you wanna call it. You wanna make sure that you have at least 25 sales, recurring sales every month that you can count on. Get to that place first. My suggestion, but so many people try to expand it before they have generated a recurring source of revenue. So make sure that you are laser focused on getting those clients, getting that system, that process in first. Because without that, without being strategic about kind of sticking that flag in the floor and going this, this is where I am, this is who we are, this is what we do, this is what we sell, and we do it well, then everything else you do can honestly just be a distraction. Remember, busy isn't always productive. And man, these things, I'm telling you because I've done them. I started with operations. 
So getting into the details, doing the back-end things, not the forward-facing things, those back-end things are really easy for me to get lost in. It's really easy for me to be like, oh, we should tweak this, oh, we should tweak that, or we should do... I actually call it the entrepreneur's curse because we would rather, as an entrepreneur, we would rather recreate something or start from scratch or run with a brand new idea than really refine what we have. And if you want to grow, if you want to do well, you need to learn to refine. You need to learn how to fine tune what you have and make it work to the best of its ability for you. But you gotta know what that is, cause it's not everything. In the beginning, it's one thing. And I'm gonna tell you something else, just a little insider thing. When you do this, do it from the mindset of your customer, not of yours. Because you know the back end, you know what's going on. So many people have had the right resources and the right tools and the right systems in place, but their words were wrong, their copy. Why? Because all their copy talked about was about the actual root cause of things and not their customer's perceived problem. Your customer probably doesn't know what the root cause of something is. They probably don't even care. All they care about is fixing the issue that is staring them in the face. So meet them where they are, speak at a level that they understand and address their perceived problem. And I call it perceived problem because it may not be the real issue, but that doesn't mean that you just blow past it. It's important to them. So it should be important to you. It should be important enough to be in your marketing, your advertising, your copy. Words, and dare I say it, energy sells. And what I mean by energy is if you are energetic, if you are someone who believes in your product, believes in your service, you transfer that belief over to someone. People remember what they feel like at the beginning and at the end of a conversation with you or of reading your material. Make sure that those are good feelings. Make sure that you're excited about what you're doing. Make sure that you're excited and you, they know that you believe in it and that you trust it. See. The reason I can talk about the things that I talk about is because I live them and I don't want anyone else to go through them. Right now, we're going through this era where it's cool to be an entrepreneur and everyone's an entrepreneur and we have coaches teaching coaches and coaches coaching coaches and that's fine. Whatever you do is fine. I don't mind it at all, except for the fact that some of these things are theory. They are not practical application things. In fact, the things that worked way back when they still work. I know, shocker, right? It's just different mediums and it's just different words. We speak differently than we did back then and we're on different things now, right? Like newspaper, no one really reads the newspaper, but we will scroll through our social media feed and we get a lot of our information from that. A lot of people don't listen to the radio anymore, but you will listen to Spotify. A lot of people don't watch TV, but you will look at YouTube. Very similar things. And yes, some of the copy, some of the marketing seems outdated and the things that used to shock and wow us and that we, people would actually read, you know, whole pages worth of things may not anymore. In high school, they used to tell us, hey, write this essay, this five page essay, this like mini book. Well, in marketing, we say, how can you tell me this in the least amount of words? A little bit different, right? A little bit opposite of what we learned. We used to have to basically expand on what we thought. Even if we had already finished our thought, we would do filler words, right? Now you don't want filler words. You want straight into the point. And probably 
a story, right? Something to kind of talk and, and emphasize what you're saying. Almost like a parable, an illustration of what you're talking about. Those are important so that people can see it from different angles. One of the things that I like to say sometimes, and I, I didn't get, it's not my own, I got it from someone else and I heard it from another person, so I don't know where it originates from, but I've heard it from like three or different, three or four different people, but it really stuck in my head. It said that if you have a bucket full of holes, it doesn't matter if you're gonna pour more water into it because it's still gonna fall out. It's the same way. If you don't have the right strategy, if you don't have the right copy, it doesn't matter how much water you're pouring into that bucket it's not gonna fill. If you're going the wrong direction, if you're not laser focused on doing, and I would say something really simple that I've actually heard from uh, from Helen Pitchard, I think it is, she's a, someone who te teaches about LinkedIn. She says, sell one thing to one person for one price. That is an amazing place to start. And then know how much of that one thing you need to sell by when and then why. Why are you selling it? Why do you believe in this? Why should I believe you? Why should I trust you in this? Because as much as you wanna say, oh, you should believe me because it's a great product. and No, that's not the why I'm talking about. In fact, I'll talk about this in a different podcast, but I've heard someone call it the epiphany story, your why statement, whatever it may be. But the reason that you're actually doing this, the reason you believe in it, what keeps you going when it seems like it's going so slow and it's so hard, and it's so much work, that thing that makes you keep getting up, keep fighting, keep moving forward, that thing, that's important. Now, that's at the end, if you've noticed, if you do marketing, if you do any type of advertising, people want to know about you. They just don't wanna know about you right at the beginning. They wanna know what's in it for them. And then once they realize this is for me, then they wanna know who you are. But so many people reverse that. They talk about themselves and it's a turn off right away. Don't make that mistake. Have the right strategies in place. Get a mentor, an advisor, a consultant like I am, or a coach, a good one, not someone who's just, you know, fresh off the block and hasn't actually done anything or built anything or gotten anything. I don't care if they've made millions of dollars. In fact, I'm gonna be really blunt with you right now. I can't teach you how to make millions of dollars because I haven't made millions of dollars. I've made enough to live on, but I haven't made millions of dollars. I'm not like, uber crazy rich. I figured out how to supplement my income from having a nine to five job to being able to do what I love. I've done that several times over. Have I had jobs? Yes, I have. Have I gone back to work sometimes? Yeah, I have, to be honest with you. Sometimes it's easier to get insurance on a regular job than it is when you're doing it all yourself and paying for everything up front yourself. So yeah, I have. And sometimes I built something that was great, but not great for me. I didn't like it. I was putting in too many hours. I was becoming a workaholic. There's so many different reasons, so many different things of why people change stuff and that's fine. But the point is talk to someone who has a little bit of experience, who has done what you wanna do. You wanna go from point A to point B? You don't need to go from point A to point Z right away. In fact, someone who has done it recently, someone who has done it in the last couple years, that's gonna be your best bet because the longer time that has passed since they were in your shoes, they're gonna forget the details. See, I love helping people start their business, but one of the greatest benefits of that is it keeps that fresh in my mind. The struggle, what it took, what it was like, what it works and what doesn't work. When things change, how they impact certain people and how they impact business and what stays true. Because I'll tell you what, the way that I started 
the two businesses I did when I was a lot younger, those were brick and mortar. That marketing and advertising strategy, that's so different. I would do things totally different now than I did back then because times changed. Was I able to live off of that? Yes. I'm not going to tell you to do it the exact same way. Now, are there principles in that? Of course there are. Are there things that I take from that that I still use? Of course I do. It would be naive of me to throw everything away, but it would also be naive of me to think that everything is exactly the same. So the right strategy, having the right strategy in place, if you notice, you can do it two ways. Trial and error, like I did, or find someone who's a few steps ahead of you and it doing what you want to do and follow that model. Now you don't have to follow it exactly because you're you and they're them and different circumstances. Context matters. If you've heard me say that before, context matters. Not every single person is in the same situation or is the same type of person or likes the exact same things. Context matters, but it'll give you an overall strategy of what is working. Now, someone who you're following and your customer, those two things matter. Focus on those two things more than you focus on your competition. Who cares what your competition is doing right now? Who cares what's going on on the other side of the fence? You need to be laser focused. Don't get distracted. And there are so many marketing strategies. Someone once told me that everything works and nothing works. Guess what? It's true. You know, I was trying to do these things with Instagram one time and it was going really well. And in fact, I had even thought about building something around it. And I had like five or six accounts. In fact, it used to drive my friends crazy because they were like, I don't, you're always opening and closing new accounts because I was testing different things. And this is when Instagram had like first came out and I was like obsessed with it. And people were making so much money and doing so many things, teaching Instagram, it was amazing. But I didn't want to do a done for you service like that. And I ended up doing one and it went well. And like my wife said, it was bringing in money. It was, and it was great. But I was burning myself out because it was doing something I didn't want to do. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't actually gone and tried it because action breeds clarity, right? Action brings clarity. So do it, keep moving forward. Don't be scared to try new things. But just because that model worked doesn't mean that was the only model I had. I was able to change things up, revamp things. I realized that I really liked people. I really liked helping people at the beginning of their journey. That was a passion of mine. I get so excited when someone launches their business, gets their first sale, gets their, you know, first thousand dollars, their first 5,000, 10,000, whatever it may be, when they get their first, because they're super excited and they're so grateful for it. I love that. It gets me excited. It gets me hyped up. It gets me passionate. I love it. I do not like the day to day. That is not my strong suit. I have to delegate that. Because in fact, I'm going to be quite honest, I die a little bit inside if I just only do the mundane things. Building is something that I love to do. I love helping people build. And I don't need any credit. I don't need any thank you. I don't need any pat in the back. I just like running with people. And once they can kind of get going by themselves, boom, they can go. Those create amazing memories for me. I love those memories. What do you like to do? What gets you fired up? You may not know yet and that's okay. Try, but do one thing at a time. Make that one thing work. Then you'll know. Doing these million different things, trying all this stuff, it's hard to measure. It's hard to get numbers. It's hard to get real feedback. You change too many things at once. You don't know what you changed that was working and what wasn't. What made it worse or what made it better. Be intentional. Have a strategic goal. 
and measure everything against that. Thank you for spending a little time with me today and listening to today's episode. I hope that it helped you on your journey to becoming an impactful entrepreneur. Now, I would love to hear how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your life, how it's helped you, or if you need a little clarification on something, I would love to connect with you. You can visit our website at joshuaoldmost.com or send me a DM on Instagram, josholdmostsr. That's Josh Oldmos SR on Instagram. And the link to both of those are in the show notes. Until next time, bye.